All right, the Pro Journey podcast is back. I do apologize. This is your host, Coach Kyle. I've been extremely busy trying to start an operation of my own program and in various aspects of my life doing different things and finally getting back into the podcast. So without further ado, today we're going to have a special guest. His name is Zach Coppin. He is a 17-year-old goalkeeper in Central Florida. And Zach is a player that I've worked with for many years, and, and same with my brother, Coach Mitchell. And he's developed tremendously over the last three years, and he's been given a unique opportunity to go play adult-level football as a 17-year-old. So without further ado, I'm going to let Zach introduce himself and kind of discuss what he's been up to, what he's doing now, and how he's approached adult-level football. So Zach, without further ado... The floor is yours, and go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Hi there. I'm Zach Cuffin. Uh, I'm 17. I'm a senior in high school. I play goalkeeper, and I've been blessed with the opportunity to play in a UPSL at such a young age. So, Zach, it's great to have you on the, the podcast. Now, let, let's start. The first thing you said was you're a senior in high school, you're 17, and you play UPSL. Now, people listening might not know what UPSL is, so could you please... You know, let everybody know what UPSL is and what it represents for you. Um, what I would say UPSL is, it's basically Division 4 in terms of adult football. So semi-pro, you have USL above that, and then the MOS. It's a, it's a great road to getting to professional. And to me, it's, it's an amazing opportunity because it's, gonna, it teaches, it's been teaching me how to go against adults and get put in that atmosphere. So one of the words you used is atmosphere can you kind of relay what you mean by that talking about adult level football now what i mean by environment is that the team i play for named sports paradise is that when i go to these trainings it is a it's an actual professional environment so we have our fitness coach a goalkeeping coach and then specific like technical all that all that type of coaching so we're putting a specific specific groups into training so you aren't just training with the same people every day. You're training with different people every day from the team. And it's, it's an amazing environment to be in. So when you're talking about a different environment, explain to me how it's different from youth because you just kind of stepped out of youth football to move into UPSL. How is it different? Now in youth football, you're going to have your GCFs, your tournament teams, and you're not going to go against the highest level of football. But once you make it to the UPSL, once you make it to that, that stage – you're going to be going against most every player that you go against is going to be at a high technical level, high physical, high physicality. They're going to be able to, to beat you up, to get past you. You're not going to have a team that's going to just absolutely destroy another team. Most teams are going to be even, so it's going to be a battle on the field. So there's a couple things that I'll add to Zach's point, at least from my perspective, is when we talk about youth and adult football, in, in youth, you're going to usually play your age group or maybe a age group up, maybe two, right? So if, if you're a U15 player, you're going to play U15, U16, U17. Now, in the perspective of what Zach's doing, he's a 17-year-old playing in adult-level football. So he mentioned before he's playing for Sport Paradise, and they have two levels of UPSL. They have UPS Level 1 and UPS Level 2. Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're currently on UPSL Level 2 for Sport Paradise right? Yes. And, and with that, he's playing against grown men. So he's not, as a 17 year old, he's playing against 25, 20, 30, 29, everything in above or around that age group he's playing against. 
And this is something from my perspective is we're missing in the United States because our best players are playing their age group at U16, U17, U18. Uh-uh. If you go around the world, the best players are playing at 16 years old. They're playing adult-level football. Whether they're playing for an amateur club, a pro club, whatever the circumstances, they're getting game time and training time against the adults. So it's, it's a huge step up, and I think that's what Zach's trying to relay here, is since he's playing UPSL as a 17-year-old where he came from playing youth football, it's, it's a bigger step. So for about a month now, I've been training this team, and from the first day that I walked in there, it hasn't been just one goalkeeper who's me. It's been about six goalkeepers, and we're all fighting for our spot each day. Whether we get moved up to the first team or play for the second team, we're fighting for our spot each day. It's definitely a it's a competitive level. From where you soccer, where you walk into a team, you're gonna get you're guaranteed a half basically. In uh, UPSL. You won't guarantee any playing time. You have seven subs, and that's it. Once you come up, you're off for the game. So what you're saying here, Zach, is the, obviously the competition level is higher, and there's absolutely no guarantee on play time. So how, how did you have to adjust your performance to try and earn a spot? Is there anything that you've done differently from youth to, to adult? Walk me through a couple of these things. Um, I definitely had to go into these games and practice a lot more aggressive. From where I, sometimes I practice, I would put in maybe 80%. I'm now having to put in 100%. And then in the games, 110% to show the coach that I actually want to be there. I want to be playing and I want to get to the next level, whether that's USL, MOS, or overseas. So one of the things you said, Zach, is there are six goalkeepers, or you're one of six. So how does that work? When, when You're obviously told, you and the other goalkeepers are told, hey, you're on team one, team two. Are you told immediately who's a starter or who's the backup or who's not going? How does that work? And kind of explain that. So we were all training together. And then there was three of us that were selected to go to the game uh, with the Division Two team or the UPSL 2 team. So when we got to the game, we found I found out 10 minutes before that I would be starting and I would be playing in the, in the game. And so how does it impact the other players? So did the other goalkeeper play? Um, did you just sit on the bench? How does that work? Kind of walk me through. And, and the, the people that are going to listen to this, how does it work at the adult level football? So you talk about seven subs. Can you kind of expand on this substitution policy? So the substitution policy, it's like professional professional football, whether you're watching the Premier League, Bundesliga, Champions League. It's once you once you come off, you're, you're done for the game. You can't come back on like in youth soccer. And you can only have seven subs. It's so... They're a little more lenient instead of having three, but the seven subs it definitely can take a toll on field players. Where they have to, you're gonna have what five five players that play a a whole game most likely because you're not gonna use all your subs during a whole game. Okay, and then in terms of performance, it, it it you know you as a player, whether you're a goalkeeper or a field player, you have to play better because if you don't, a coach has to waste his substitution. To take you off. So if you if you using you as the example, if you go in there and you know you have a shocker, the coach has to use his sub to bring in the backup keeper. That's what you're trying to say. Yes, yeah, and then that looks even worse on you because now they've had to waste a sub. So you know, being a 17 year old Zach, talk to me about maybe some of the difficulties or adjustments that you had to make, especially from a mental side, to play at adult level football. 
Um, I definitely have to, from a mental uh, standpoint, I have to show that I'm willing to be there. So I turn to every practice on time. I want to, I, I play aggressive. I make sure that I'm always the loudest talker there. So the coach knows that this young kid, 17 years old, is able to compete with 25, 28-year-olds. Okay, so you mentioned that the competition is tougher, which is great. Now, really really walk me and anybody that's listening through this. What is it like as a 17-year-old, even as a goalkeeper, probably the hardest position to walk in as a player, as a young kid, to play against an adult? What is, it, what is that like? Um, it's quite tough, actually. To when I when I got to the game, the it was the first ten minutes I was there. It was actually quite nerve wracking to see. Yeah, I'm not going against your your regular seventeen year old, sixteen year old anymore. I'm going against a full blown adult now. And it, the first ten minutes, I will admit, I yeah, it was like I already said, quite nerve wracking. But I had to eventually grow into the game, and then I got more confident as the game went on, and it worked out pretty well in the end. Do you think, Zach, that you know, being a 17-year-old playing UPSL is going to help you accelerate your development instead of just playing you know, your age group? And why? Yeah, I definitely think it's going to accelerate my, my growth because I'm not going, like I already said, I'm not going against your regular 16, 17-year-old that might not even be playing in a couple of years. I'm going against proven adults. You might get your... your average like 20 year old 22 year old in there but it's still proven enough that they want to keep on playing football to get to the next level just like me um so yeah it's definitely uh, gonna improve my game a lot so walk me and the listeners through what are some of the adjustments not so much adjustments what are some of the the differences you see is it is a difference in athleticism is it different in technical skill is it a different a difference in desire and passion to want to win what are some of the major differences you see between say, so youth football again and adult football? Um, yeah, there's definitely a big uh, athletic difference. You, where you might get some kids that have maybe been told by their parents to go get fit and play some youth soccer, here, it's their own choice to go out there, get fit, which most of the players that we're going against or on the team, that 90% of them are. And whether they are a little bit big, they're still going to be able to beat you up the ball technically because they're all proven and they want to be there. The desire to win is is from them, not from anyone else anymore. So one of the key things you just said for me was that, or it sounded like you're talking about internal motivation from players. And this is definitely something I think that is uh, strict in youth soccer, where it's more of a parent motivation. So you're saying at this UPSL level and above, there's a lot more individual motivation from the player to say, hey, this is something that I want. Is that correct? And can you expand on that? Uh, yeah, and like you were saying, most youth soccer players, when they get when they are in the youth soccer system, it might just be their parents that want to give them desire that to win or even to just get out there and get fit. But like I was saying, at the UPSL level, it's these players' choices to go and play. Uh, go and play. It's not their parents saying, "Oh, like go out there and get fit anymore. Go out there and play to win." These players are going into these games and they want to win because it makes them look better, makes the team look better. So remember, Zach, we were having a conversation off the record probably a week ago where you mentioned something along the lines of, or your coach said to you, that you have a guaranteed 10 games before a decision's made on your or your teammate's future. Is that something that's still in effect? And can you elaborate on this conversation? Okay, yeah. Uh, this, 
there's 10 games. We got an email saying, congratulations, you made it to the team. And at the bottom it says, you're guaranteed 10 games of the season. And within that 10 games, you're, you can either move up to the UPSL 1 team if you prove yourself, or you can stay at the UPSL 2 team, or you can even get cut. Now, at youth soccer, you, once you pay your fee, you're most likely not going to get cut unless you break, like, training rules or if you're bad, like, if you're a bad dis- discipline-wise. But here, if you're not good technical-wise or good mentality-wise or, again, good, discipline, good disciplinary-wise, then you're going to most likely get cut. And it's, it's, very, it's very tough. It's it, mentally challenging, too, because you get to make sure that you're at every training, which is four times a week. And most players, like I was saying, the players that want to be there, they want to be there now. So I'll add a couple notes to this on what you were just talking about, Zach. And it's actually really interesting because, to Zach's point, you know, a club in youth soccer is not going to cut somebody unless there's a, a dire circumstance. And that's, you know, not necessarily an issue, but we're talking about trying to raise the, the competitive level of, of players to reach, you know, the ultimate level of, say, an MLS or Europe or South America. You have to have a certain level, in my opinion, of competitive drive where you're like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And that is definitely something that I can see across the country that we, we can lack in just because there's not enough competitive element to the sport. And that's, you know, driven from pay to play. But, you know, what, what I do want you to take away from this is, if you're listening, is if you have a dream like Zach, where you're like, hey, I want to go to the next level, I want to go to college, or I want to go to play pro, you know, the UPSL is a great stepping stone. But you can see he was guaranteed 10 games. And then if his performances didn't merit continuation, he would be cut. And, you know, that, that, that can be quite generous because some programs will cut you after one game. If, if you can't, if you, if you show up to a game and you can't hang mentally and you start breaking down because of a mistake, you give a bad pass or something, they can cut you on the spot. Now, with his program, they've allowed him 10 games, which is great. It gives somebody like Zach, who's a young player, a chance to, you know, in the next two months, give or take, really build into the process and, and learn uh, adult-level football. But, you know, you listening to this, understand that if you go to a pro tryout or play college, if you mess up once and, and you don't recover quick enough and you mentally collapse or any circumstances like that, you're going to be found out, you're going to be dropped, and it's quite possible that you could be cut on the spot. So just things to be mindful of when you're, when you're pursuing future opportunities. So Zach, I, I do want to ask you this, and let's say you have friends or you know, guys that are a little bit younger, maybe 14, 13, something like that, and they have the same aspirations as you. They want to go on and, and be a pro one day. Would you recommend that at 16 years old or maybe even 15, they start getting training with the UPSL and then maybe even get games if they're good enough? Would you recommend that or would you, would you say, hey, no, I think it's better for them to stay in youth football? Uh, yeah, I definitely recommend going to UPSL at, uh, at the youngest age that you're, you're able to get into a team. It's definitely a big improvement and it can teach you to, to stay up there with uh, bigger people that are more athletic than you. People are going to be more technical than you, so you're definitely going to be improving your game. Because once you get to the, if you do get to professional or college, you're not going to be going against people your same age group. You might go against someone that's 12 years older than you. And I'll add a note to that. And with with that conversation, I would I would 
be willing to say that if you played UPSL for two years, and let's say you're 16, and, and this is just a kind of a general summary, if you were able to play and train a lot, let's say three times a week training UPSL, a game on the weekend, and then you got an additional training with maybe your club or something, and you did that hard for two years, you, I would fathom that you would have the ability to play either USL or MLS in two years. And that's just because, again, the environment that Zach talked about that you're going to be in that other players aren't. And me personally, when I was Zach's age at 17 years old, I was playing U18. I didn't play adult football. I was playing, I was playing in the DA, and I played my age group. And so the day I walked into college soccer, I got my butt kicked the first game because I was so shocked at the level difference. And this is the first training session. This is the first game. All those details that you know we, we pass up in youth football, and I think it's a, a big piece, a big chunk of the piece that we're missing because – Players that, you know, have the same background as Zach that grew up playing here. They play their age group for many years. I mean, Zach, did you did you ever play up before? Uh, no, I bet you never played up before. I've played in my age group basically my whole life. So basically what Zach's saying here is that his entire life he's played his age group. And there's no further challenge from that because if you're playing your age group you're playing a certain level of player and that's the same thing that I went through and then when you when you have a wake, you have a big wake up call when you walk into college or you go to a pro tryout or something like that where okay you have the level they think you're good enough let's go to college or let's go get a shot at pro and you walk out there and you were playing your age group and the next thing you know you're playing against 25 30 32 28 whatever number or numbers it's a faster game. The speed, and Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, but the speed of the game at UPSL, I'm sure, is much higher than youth football because even, even when you played youth, you still played at a decently high level. So, you know, g- give me your thoughts on the speed element of the game. Uh, the speed, yeah. And here's the thing. The speed is quick, but you're not going to go against any teams that play kickball. You're going to go against teams that play it from most likely the back. And they're going to be smart enough to know that if you are able to be broken down, that you will get broken down quick. So if you want communicating with teammates, if you want doing your part on the team, you're going you're gonna to end up losing. And, and from this, Zach, let's kind of end it on this. What do you think your next step is? So you're going to play UPSL. How much longer do you think you'll be there? Are you going to finish out the, 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 the calendar year? And what do you think a next step would be for you? Um, I would definitely love to finish out the calendar year, and hopefully the next step is to try and get to USL, college, or even if I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to get to professional. And my final question here, Zach, is, is there any, has your coach given you feedback on what he'd like to see you improve on, um, to maybe help you get to the first team, especially being a young player, I'm sure they see potential with you being so young to have the, the option to be you know, first choice at some point. Is there any feedback with that? Uh, yeah, the coach really. The coach uh, has told me most of the times he really likes what he sees and he's ready to work work with me, help me get to the next level, help me get to the first team because he sees it and I hopefully I see it too that I can make the next level and maybe one day be part of a a bigger team and a better club. So, Zach, that's pretty much all the questions that I have. I want to give you the last chance to end with any final remarks or thoughts or anything for the future generation of young kids that will listen to this and have aspirations say, hey, I want to be a pro. 
any any final remarks? Uh, I mean, if you have the opportunity to do something, whether it is playing UPSL at a very young age, don't be scared to take that opportunity. All right, Zach, that's that's great advice, and I know I, I appreciate having you on and, and kind of sharing your insight as you walk through the first steps of adult-level football. And, and anybody that's listening, please do take that advice. It's, it's great to, to listen to that because if you get the opportunity and you're 16, 15 years old, you should be trying to get training in games at the adult level. And UPSL has done a great job of providing – one, multiple avenues, and then two, opportunities for younger guys to play. So if you get a chance, take it. Take it with both hands. So, Zach, thanks again for for giving your, your feedback and your thoughts um, for anybody that's listening. So thank you so much, and I'm sure I'll see you again at practice soon. All right. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and finding valuable information from it. Now, I do have a quick ask. Of you, and that would be to make sure to follow me on all social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, which is at Kyle C. Wilson Official, and on Twitter, which is the Kyle C. Wilson. And if you could help me do that, that would continue to help reinforce the ideas that I want to continue producing content specifically made for you guys to help educate you. And as always, you know, I'm there to help as I have $23,195 worth of content available for free through my YouTube channel that will answer and help a lot of the problems that you're going through, or at least your child's going through. So if you haven't found that yet, go to the YouTube channel, Kyle C. Wilson Official. And without further ado, let's get back into the episode.